Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. The smartest way to hide. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. They're very talented. Their pitching staff is probably as good as anyone in the league. Their numbers are great. They have three really talented starters with big arms. Pro guys, they're going to pitch in professional baseball probably for a long time. Got a good bullpen, good mix out there. And, you know, they've got four or five starters out and got back. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they're just, they're solid. So they're like every team in the league. They're, uh, they're just really good. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors broadcasting live from Fayetteville next to Baumwalker Stadium. Got Joe Franklin back in the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you as always for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It has been an easy Friday show here on Out of Bounds as we've been discussing everything happening up on the hill this weekend in Fayetteville with all the Razorback sports. We've also got to some of the things going on in the national landscape too which i know we'll uh, continue to talk about uh, a lot more in depth but uh, we'll have steve sullivan of uh, katv here in just a little bit as uh, we'll be able to catch up with him he's a busy man i know he was on the the morning show on uh, morning mayhem and uh, talked about uh, a lot of interesting things and you know he is uh, getting inducted into the arkansas sports hall of fame and I wanted to, to text Baz, Baz and Raj and give them a hard time. Like, oh, so now you guys want Steve Sullivan on? You know, out of bounds. We have him on every week. We love him so much. But now, once he becomes all a famer, then he's worthy to be on your show. Of course. <laughs> uh, just, just want to give him a hard time. But no, it'll be great to talk with Sully. And he's a humble guy, so I know he'll, uh, you know, he'll he'll play it off to that. But uh, it is a tremendous honor for him and an awesome thing for him to be inducted into the Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame, which has so many different legends in their own right as well. Sully has been at it for quite a while, and uh, that's you know part of the recognition and in getting into the Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame is some of the accomplishments he's had, some some of the people that he's talked to, and some of the things that he's covered over the years in sports is well deserved. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's something to where even though he'll be humble about it, we won't be humble for him. He's there's nobody more uh, deserving of uh, such a great award and a prestigious award. And Sully, I mean, all, all of us, you know, on the buzz, and, and just if you're in broadcasting here in the state of Arkansas, we'd, we would love to even get considered for the Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame at some point in our life. And the fact that he's actually getting uh, getting inducted into it is so cool, and uh, we're really happy for him. And we look forward to talking to him about it once he joins us. Um, we got a few people on the Asher Record Live fan feedback. Uh, this comes from Football Fanatic. He says, since it's an easy Friday show, what's your favorite uh, uh, what's your favorite type of college running back? Do you like the one-cut slasher like a Darren McFadden? Do you like the bruiser, ground-and-pound type of running back? Or a burner-to-the-house-every-time type of running back? Or maybe a shifty guy like Barry Sanders? So I guess he's talking about one-cut slashers, bruisers, burners, or shifties. What's your favorite type of college running back? Um, there. Yeah, that is interesting. But, you know, when you think about it and and you throw a name out there like Barry Sanders it's hard to not go with that style of running back just knowing how great he was and all running backs they need a good offensive line to be able to succeed but the fact that Barry Sanders was able to create and do a lot of that on his own without necessarily the best offensive line and that's not saying in college but just in general you've seen him 
where uh, it wasn't so much about the offensive line. It was about him as a running back and his creativity. And uh, so if you're talking about that type of style and you throw Barry Sanders out there, mm-hmm. that would be the one to go with. Yeah, I mean, these are, you're talking about different styles where everybody could have their own, uh, you know, because a lot of these guys, too, a lot of the all-time great running backs, it wasn't like they were just one of those. Like, they had a, a bunch of different ones. But um, I always like the home run ball. You know, I always like the big play, and I know a lot of people do. And maybe it's my bias, and that's fine. But I'm not even saying it has to be him specifically, but a Darren McFadden running back or his style of running back it w- was always my favorite because it's just one of those deals to where if he hits that hole – and the right way, he's gone. And when he hits that fifth gear, uh, he, he just takes it to the house. And I always love that because, you know, it, it, there's so many great athletes that play, you know, in the SEC, if we're using Darren McFadden as the example, so many gifted athletes, uh, even on the defensive side of the ball. And I still, to, my, to this day, I know Arkansas did not win the game, but one of my favorite plays of all time from Darren McFadden was against LSU in Little Rock at War Memorial Stadium in 2006 where Arkansas was down and they needed a big score and they were uh, it was a touchback back when it would be at the 20-yard line. So they had 80 yards to go. Very first play, they run a simple eye formation right up the middle and McFadden goes through the hole and then he hits the secondary and then he's, he's just gone. And, and the, my favorite thing about that play is not just how fast he was, but you're talking about the LSU team that had an incredible, absolutely incredible deal where uh, they had some safeties that played in the NFL and everything, but as soon as he hits that secondary, he turns in another gear where these great athletes just got separated. They just got burned. And we're talking about when the game was in the third quarter in the second half, and I feel like that was always those cool plays. I think Reggie Bush had that a lot, too, You know, where if, you just, if he had a seam, you weren't going to catch him out in open space. That's the type of running backs I always really enjoyed watching, where uh, no matter who they were up against, they were always the best and greatest and fastest athlete on there, and it didn't even matter. Randy Rainwater says we have Baz and Pat Bradley in the Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame. Show me any other station that has three Hall of Famers on their air. So we have bragging rights there. That's right. That's right. Show, show me one other one. Actually, I probably <laughs> But still, you're right. You're right, Randy. Yeah, with Pat Bradley and David Basil. How come Randy's in it, right? Like, surely Randy's into this Arkansas Sports Hall of Randy Fame. Randy, he will be in for sure. Yeah, he better be, or we're we're gonna we're gonna have some protests. Randy, you better be in the sports hall of fame, <laughs> my man. Like you, you, you're definitely deserving of that too. I mean, everyone is deserving of it. I'm not I'm not just trying to make light of it, but I'm serious. It's like it's it, it, that's a, that's an awesome uh, awesome thing, and in broadcasting and knowing people like Steve Sullivan and David Basil and Pat Bradley and even Randy Rainwater, like all the guys that have had so much impact throughout the years in uh, in broadcasting, especially. Uh, for them to to get a spot in the hall. See, of fame. see, Randy's being deserve. he's being humble the same way that Sully is. He said he's not deserving, but we know better than that, Randy. Come on. Yeah, yeah. How about this, Randy? Shut up. <laughs> I'm going to say it. You're you're deserving. You you can be humble. I won't be humble for you. You deserve it. So, but so uh, yeah, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna be celebrating Randy one day in the same way. But uh-huh. with uh with Baz and and Pat Bradley, think about the transition they made going from athletes to broadcasting. And uh, so they're in the Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame, probably for a combination of things. But uh, we think about them as being the athletes that they were. But they've had a a great uh, career in broadcasting and other things outside and uh, all revolving around the world of sports. Yeah, and that's what's cool because, you know, with uh, what we do in broadcasting, in a lot of cases, you know, you just, just don't have one job or just one thing. Uh, you know, everybody here on, on the buzz even, you know, most of us, uh, some of us will do stuff with broadcasting on the side, but some of us will do stuff with, uh, you know, whether it's community work or, you know, whether it's coaching or whatever it is, uh, MC work too, which uh, we know we've done a lot of here on the buzz as well. You know, you, you have variations of going about it. So uh, it just shows you the talent and uh, how awesome it is to be here on 103.7 The Buzz. And I'm not just saying it because I work there, but I'm serious. It's like, you know, when I grew up, uh, in, in Arkansas, and I always loved sports talk radio. And when I was trying to get into the industry and trying to get into this business, it, it was uh, you know a pretty long drawn out process. But the one thing that I always looked at was uh, the 103.7 The Buzz and the people on it. I mean, I grew up. And I remember as a kid listening to Drive Time Sports when I could, and with uh, Randy and Rick, and the the fact of uh, just always having that dream to man. I, I hope I could be there one day. You know, I hope I could get to that point. And so that, but it's great because it's like. 
they they stuck around. They 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 love Arkansas. That's why they've been here forever. And for them to you know be honored that way and to be a part of it just shows how special they are to. Uh, not only just the central Arkansas area, but the entire state of Arkansas community, where everybody knows these people, not only because of the job they've done and how good they are at it, but because they're beloved and uh, have had such an impact on the sports throughout the state of Arkansas, too. Yeah, longevity, and uh, been doing it for a while, but don't do that to them, though. Don't don't say that uh, you grew up listening to them, because then that's going to make them <laughs> feel old. Uh, well, I mean, uh, it's a just some, sometimes it's reality. I, I like giving Randy a hard time though, and, he, and he's good with it too because, as I always like uh, telling him, you know, he's been doing this for thirty uh, some odd years uh, with Drive Time Sports and everything. And I was like, well, Randy is like, he's like, you've been doing the show as long as I've been alive on this earth. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> so he, yeah, he, he, he's like, oh, don't tell me that. So it's it, it's all in good fun, though. Yeah, it's all in good fun. He's now great. that is he's, a great accomplishment, though, over thirty years in oh, broadcasting. Yeah. Yeah, are you kidding me? Like, I would love to be doing what we do and, and, and be in it for 30-plus years. I mean, that, that's an awesome thing. And Randy keeps saying, he's like, Rick is the one who deserves to be in the Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame. Well, how about this? How about both of you? How about both of you, Randy? Both, you and Rick both. It's going to happen. Get into the Arkansas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it is. Just bide your time, and uh, you know, you'll get in, man. You'll get in. It'll, it'll happen one day for sure. Uh, also, from the Asher Record Life fan feedback, this is another random question from, hey, longtime listener. It says, what coach position at the U of A has had the most pressure slash expectations? Given that answer, do you think that one coach is better than the sports teams with less pressure and expectations? Which coach has has had or are we're talking about now? I guess, I guess right now, like of all the coaches and uh, all the sports at the U of A, uh, which coach is under the most pressure and has the highest expectations to deal with? Oh, uh, I guess you would have to take your pick between Dave Van Horn and Eric Musselman at this point, right yeah. now, because yeah. those are the teams that have had a lot of success here recently, and we know with some of the great recruiting classes that they're bringing in, with baseball they've been close, and so you're looking at some point of getting over the hump, and then basketball, same thing. Been really close, making it to back-to-back Elite Eights this year, Sweet 16, so you're always looking for those to take that next step towards a championship. Yeah, I would say Dave Van Horn, as of right now, is, is under the most pressure with the high expectation just because, and it's not anything that's like a bad deal, so don't you know, nobody needs to take it as this some sort of negative, but it's just true because the program that he's built is one that is a college World Series or bus type of team every year, whether it's right or wrong, and whether they do or don't, that's, what the expectation is, and now with him and the program, it's kind of just waiting and seeing. We talked about this with Trent Daniel even earlier in the week. It's like, I, I'm not saying it to be mean, but it's just true. It's like until they win the entire College World Series title, it's hard to be overly impressed or at least to be like, oh, man, what a, what a and this is a season like no other. It's like those are great years, but that's the next step. That's where it needs to go, and uh, you know that, but that's what he's built, and that's that's what's great about him. And so every year, I feel like he he knows it, he embraces it, and the program that they've built and the talent that they have, I think they're fine with it. It's just you know if if Eric Musselman at Arkansas has a, has a great year and then only makes it to the round of 32 or a Sweet 16, a lot of people just chalk it up to being hey, you know it is a you know you got to get better. It's not great, but you know it, March Madness is pretty crazy. But in baseball, it's like if you lose in the regionals. Especially if you have a really good year, people are going to not going to be happy, and they're going to look at it as a massive disappointment too. And so. you have to think about what these coaches are having to deal with now that has really changed college sports altogether. Mm-hmm. And we keep talking about the transfer portal, but think about how they're pretty much putting together a new team every year, and that's what all these coaches are dealing with, having to put it together every year like that, as opposed to in the past they would have players that would be there for two, three years, and they would be able to depend on the fact that those players are going to be there. Yeah, exactly. And and I think it was a funny comment that also with Trent Daniel, who joined us earlier, it, it's just so funny since we're talking specifically about Dave Van Horn. Uh, he said that when he was playing baseball at the U of A is really when social media started to, to take off, and you know Twitter was starting to become a thing, and uh, one of the things at the very beginning is Dave Van Horn said, y- "Y'all, no, y'all ain't getting social media. Y- you're, you're, I don't want to see any of y'all on social media." Well, then it comes around, and time goes on, and you see, hey, not only is uh, everybody on social media, but even Dave Van Horn, or at least his persona, is on <laughs> social media. It's probably somebody else running it. But I think that that's what always will, will make the best coaches 
where you got guys that are can be very egotistical that can that can be set in their ways and not ever want to change and i think that there are some things that you can do that with uh you know like what dave van horn does where some teams and coaches you know go over the top with celebrations and then we know dave van horn and his team they don't do that like i think you can do both and be successful but it's the matter of understanding and adjusting with the times and and looking at it through a lens of like, all right, well, 10 years ago I did it this way, but now I'm looking at it, I, I, I completely do it differently. And I feel like that's what makes for the best coaches who are able to take care of business and just say, you know what, uh, I may like it this way, but because I see where it's going and how it's going to go and how I can be most successful, I'm going to adjust myself to that as well. But that's what makes it harder, though, just having to deal with those circumstances. And, of course, the expectations are going to be there every year, but – Whenever you have to interchange that roster year in and year out, it makes it that much tougher. And so that's why people need to be able to appreciate each season for what it is and appreciate the fact that they can accomplish certain things throughout a season because it is forever changing with that roster. Yeah, and it's the same thing that you could say about Eric Musselman. I know he hasn't been at Arkansas near as long as Dave Van Horn. I mean, Dave Van Horn's coming up, uh, has already surpassed 20 seasons as the head coach, and has done a phenomenal job, but even someone like Eric Musselman and why, you, why you're why you so confident and you feel so good about uh, all the sports at the University of Arkansas and the direction they're going, which not to say that there aren't some disappointments along the way, you know, because in football I feel like this is going to be a big year for Sam Pittman, but even a guy like Eric Musselman, you see a coach to where nationally, not just here locally, but nationally, they are viewed upon as being almost like a gold standard of where it, where the game is currently. You know, no one's no one's no one's ever going to say or hasn't said at least at this point in time. Oh, oh, Dave Van Horn. You know, he's he, if this was ten, he was in his prime ten years ago. No, Dave Van Horn's primes right now. I mean, if you look at what he's done: twenty eighteen World Series, twenty nineteen World Series. Didn't have a season in twenty twenty. Twenty twenty one had the best team in baseball for the majority of the year, but lost in the supers. And then twenty twenty two had a World Series. I mean, that's his prime right now. And same thing with Eric Musselman. He's in his prime right now. And that's where you feel so good about where these coaches, at least those particular two coaches, are at, is because not only does the future look good, but these two coaches are accomplishing some of their best accomplishments as a coach, at least in the college level, uh, right now, here in the now. And it looks like it's just only going to sustain itself or, in some cases, maybe even continue to get better. You never know when there will be a breakthrough for a championship or if it will happen, but... That's another reason you have to enjoy each season for what it is and enjoy the ride of the season because if you're enjoying the ride of the season and it does happen to be that breakthrough when they happen to win that championship, then you can just really just really be immersed into enjoying what that season was all about. That's right, man. I know that's uh they're going to they're still the, the fire in those coaches, uh, you know, and what drives them and motivates them. Uh, it's just going to continue for them to, to strive after that championship because that's what it's all about. It's not like to say, oh, once you win the championship, it's all over, which I don't know. Maybe Dave Van Horn, if he somehow won the title this year, which would be awesome, of course, but if he won the College World Series title, maybe he's like, all right, I did it. I accomplished it all. I'm going to set off into the sunset and retire because I, I did what I needed to do. Maybe that happens. I don't know, but the point is it's just that's what drives these coaches is knowing that they got a good enough setup and a good enough system and organization to where they can win a championship, they just got to actually put it together and win the championship. That's what fuels them, too. Uh, let's see. First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line. We're talking about the best types of running backs. Uh, a few people were giving their opinions. Uh, this comes from the 321 area code. It says Eric Dickerson uh, was uh, one, of the, one of the running backs that they loved watching, which, of course, I wasn't old enough, Joe, but I always heard the comparisons that people would throw around saying that Derek McFadden and Eric Dickerson, there was a lot of similarities between their styles of how they played running back. The size was similar, and, yeah, they had that straight-up running style. And as you mentioned about D-Mac, getting into the open field, nobody's going to catch him. Eric Dickerson was the same way. Yeah, he kind of ran straight up, too, like Derek McFadden. Like they, had their, they, they weren't, like, hunched over anything. It was just like they're... They were, it was almost like their legs were moving faster than their upper body could hold, so uh, they, they ran straight up. But, yeah, both really successful. Uh, 870 says, love to see Earl Campbell just run over people. Oh, yeah, that was, that was always fun. Um, Atomic Hawk says, uh, my favorite type of running back in college football, power with speed, was Herschel Walker, McFadden, Earl Campbell, and Bo Jackson, followed by the shifty with speed, Barry Sanders, Reggie Bush, and Eric Dickerson. So, oh, yeah, if you can have power names. and speed – like Derrick Henry, he's an example of that right now. If you can have yes. that, yeah, uh, because you're talking about a running back that's going to 
take the contact, run people over, and then if that running back gets in the open field, nobody's going to catch him. That's the best of both worlds. That's everything. That's a complete running back. Yeah, that, that's perfect. And uh, finally, Preston Texarkana. It's funny. We're talking about Randy and uh, being the Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, he says, quote, it is unbelievable that Randy Rainwater is not already in the Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame from Rick Schaefer. Something that Rick will appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he will. Yeah, he will. Hopefully he sees that once their show starts. Uh, we just got a couple minutes here. Gee, I wonder what this is going to be about because I'm, I'm, it's almost like we were talking a little bit about it. So let's, uh, let's go ahead and squeeze him in. Stan is in Little Rock. What's up, Stan? My man, John. How you doing, John? <laughs> doing good, Stan. Ricky Joe. What's up, Stan? Hey, man, let me ask y'all a question right quick. Then I'm going to tell you my point. Hey, John, who, who was your favorite running back in college, John? Who do you think was the best? Yo, who who's the best to you? Everybody got their own opinion. I mean, it, to me, it was just, uh, I mean, Darren McFadden for Arkansas was always my favorite. But, I mean, I loved watching Reggie Bush. Those were the two I loved the most. Oh, you think, he was, you think Reggie was the best of all time, though, right? The best he ever oh, saw, man. maybe. Best I ever <laughs> saw, yeah, yeah probably, yeah. Yeah, you want ball, right? There you go, Freaky Joe. Best you ever saw, right? <laughs> You're right. Right, yeah. Right. Freaky Joe, what about you, man? What uh, about you, Freaky? Uh, Herschel or Bo. Um, they had some you, similar you. styles, uh, but, yeah, those are two of the top ones. Best you ever saw? Yeah, yeah. Her, go okay. with Herschel. Well, go with Herschel. Well, I'm a little older y'all. I'm 62, so... I'm thinking, Joe, you, you ain't too far from me. I'm thinking, too. Uh, I'm in my 40s still, man. Oh, yeah, so, okay. Well, anyway. Yeah. But well, y'all find out this film. That's what me was, uh, what's the, uh, the juice is loose. Yeah, yeah. De- mm-hmm. um, hey, in college mm-hmm. and the NFL. Man. Yeah, you're right. Hey, how will Coach Taylor just say that? The juice is loose. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he was, Stan. Yes, he was. Real quick, what's your question? You got 10 seconds. Give it to us. I'm hanging to what I said. I still be South football team. We'll be Alabama. They the baseball team. Yeah. All right, yeah, there it is. Seconds. We appreciate it. <laughs> when Justin and Wes discuss their best moments, sound bites, and interviews of the week. Brought to you by Mosquito Joe. With Mosquito Joe, outside is fun again. This is Center. Arkansas athletics are set for a big weekend as baseball, softball, and football are all in action on the hill. We'll start in baseball where Arkansas is hosting 16th-ranked Tennessee for a three-game series starting tonight and ending on Sunday. First pitch tonight is set for seven. Coverage can be heard on the buzz. Arkansas softball is hosting UAB for a three-game series starting tonight and ending on Sunday. First pitch for that game is set for six. Arkansas football spring game is set to kick off at noon tomorrow. Coverage for that game can be heard on the buzz. And the Arkansas Travelers will be in action again today against the Springfield Cardinals. The Travelers are off to a 5-1 start after dropping their first game yesterday. First pitch tonight is set for 7. Coverage for that game can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. How important is price when buying tires? Maybe for you, it's what drives you to choose your tire store. How important is service? And what about choosing a tire store that is locally and family-owned? What if I told you that your local, family-owned Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot can offer you the most competitive pricing with the caring service that you expect from your neighbor? Right now, we have huge savings on our most popular sets of tires to keep you and your family safe on the road. Tires, service, and straight talk. Big O Tires. So, you're in the market for a new outboard motor. Look no further than Arch Marine in North Little Rock. Located right off the Levy exit, Arch carries a full line of dependable Tohatsu motors ranging from 4 to 115 horsepower, all four-stroke motors. Come see us today at Arch Marine. It's Justin Anker for Serta Pro, my go-to painter. I've used them for so many projects in a few of my homes over the years, and I've got a new project I'm about to get them to work on. It's an outdoor deck. Stain it, seal it, make it look great and protective for the future. Make an investment in your future by getting Serta Pro to paint the outside of your home and improve that curb appeal. If you're thinking about selling or just want to have a nicer place to come home to every day, Serta Pro can help with all of it. They'll help you with paint selection if you need it. They're going to clean up afterwards. You're going to be thrilled. Each Serta Pro painter's business is independently owned and operated. They live in your community. You can schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. 
RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, people are still looking for lending options, and you guys have it. You know, RJ, whether it's a home equity or a mortgage loan or even commercial lending, we're ready to help. And Chris, if you're not in the market for a loan right now, but you just have general banking needs, you guys have that covered as well. We have world-class respected products and highly competitive rates, all delivered by people that you know on a first-name basis. Experience the Southern Bank difference today by visiting bankwithsouthern.com. Southern Bank, member FDIC, equal house. Under. Tune in to Morning Mayhem every week to play Fact or Crap. Brought to you by College Hunks Hauling Junk and Moving. They move the things you love and haul away the things you don't. Visit collegehunkshaulingjunk.com for Arkansas's highest rated moving and junk removal company. A crazy month last month. March, Mitch oh. making us take all that money off them trucks. Oh, Ryan, Mitch said 8000 off. Man, maybe this month would be a lot smoother. Gosh. Hey, guys, I got an idea to make it $10,000 off this month. How? We need extra trade-ins, right? With $2,000 trade-in incentives, you get $10,000 off all new 23 Ram Bighorn trucks in stock. If you don't believe us, make that beautiful drive right here to Heber Springs. Check us out online at RedRiverDodge.com during Ram Truck Month. Our care is a system of doctors, nurses, counselors, and pharmacists dedicated to bringing you the highest quality of health care. But it's more than that. It's relational. It's human. It's thousands of people over a three-state footprint offering health care to all. From the country club to the homeless shelter, no one is turned away. Our care. So you can live your story. Make it the event that everyone wants to attend by getting your meat for tailgates, parties, or just family get-togethers at Hogs Meat Market. Hogs Meat Market. The steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Evo will be the trigger man with 801 to go. Black underneath, shot goes. Black got the feed from Devo, lays it in. Arkansas has opened up a 10-point lead. Biggest lead of the night. On 103.7 The Buzz. It's a great time to get to Twin Peaks for happy hour, 2 to 7. Later happy hour, 10 to close. Enjoy all the food and drink specials that go along with it. Get a lunch combo starting as low as $7.99. If you want to take some food to go, you can order online, curbside, or to go, courtesy of Postmates, DoorDash, and Uber Eats. It's also bourbon and brews today from 5 to 7. So you have some crossover with bourbon and brews and happy hour. And for happy hour, you can get apps for 2 4 and $6.00. Twin Peaks has plenty of seating inside and out, wall-to-wall TVs to see all the sports action. And this is going to be an NBA weekend. This is uh, the playoffs get started this weekend. The play-in games, the final spots for the playoffs are tonight with the Bulls taking on the Heat and Thunder taking on the Timberwolves. And then there will be four games Saturday and Sunday. The winners of the two games tonight, they'll be playing on Sunday, so... Those are yet to be determined, but uh, you have a number of games. So two play-in games tonight, four playoff games tomorrow, four playoff games Sunday. You have XFL, boxing, MMA. So it's going to be a great sports weekend there at Twin Peaks. It's Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. It is an easy Friday show here on Out of Bounds. As we're talking about the Big Woo Pig weekend. Still, every time I say it, I still just get a kick out of it because it's so funny. But still, it's uh, it's pretty cool to have a lot of things going on this weekend. And uh, we have a lot of people coming in on the uh, First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line. We're talking about running backs and and uh, everything. And, of course, uh, also uh, Navy Mike, I, he texted in. He says, uh, Dave Van Horn is not in his prime. He's the oldest head coach in the SEC. And the only other guys in his 60s are Tim Corbin, who has two national titles. Okay, that doesn't mean that's not in his prime. I'm talking about his prime in coaching. Which, uh, right now, yes, Dave Van Horn is actually in his prime. Uh, he has been someone who has been in a long time, and, and yeah, he is older than most coaches, but, I mean, if you look at what he's done the past five years, it's been in better than any other five-year stint that he's had as a coach. I don't even know why I entertain you, Navy Mike. What, what am I doing here? Uh, let's see. Atomic Hawk says, if Stan is 52 years old, he never saw O.J. Simpson play in college. O.J. played in 67, 68. If Stan's 52... I think he said he was 62, uh, not 52. That, that, that's at least what I got from it. So, 
but no, I don't, I, no, if he was 52, he would not have seen him play. But if he's 62, uh, I guess I don't know. I'm trying to do the math here. I can't. I can't even uh, put it all together. But it would be something like that. Maybe 72. I don't know. I don't know anything about Stan. Maybe who knows what he's, he's talking crazy. Also, uh, BA and Ryzen says Roger Gregg with them high knees. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's another good one too. That's another good one. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of them to choose from. There's a lot of them to choose from. But uh, a lot of those uh, players end up being great players and Hall of Fame players too. But that's got nothing on our next guest here as we go to the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline and welcome in Steve Sullivan of KATV as well as the newest inductee to the Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame. And Steve, you've been a busy guy and I know it's a big day for you, but we appreciate you joining us and congratulations, man. Couldn't happen to anybody more deserving. Oh, you guys are very nice to me, and I wouldn't have missed my weekly Friday visit with you guys. And uh, appreciate all you've done for me, the buzz and everything. And I have some great friends over there, and Baz uh, and Acre, and uh, it's been a, a day to reflect. And you know, time goes by, by so fast that you seldom think of you know where you've been. But on you know, days like this, you kind of think of where you've been, what <laughs> you've done over the years. So, what's the schedule like today, then, Sully? Um, the, the uh, Sports Hall of Fame induction starts tonight, uh, and know that you have been running around. So, what, what what's on the agenda today? Yeah, we had lunch today, then we kind of went over what the the process is for tonight. Then we'll go over there at four thirty, and uh, I think some of us going to be on Randy's show, or all of us going to be on Randy's show, and then we do the banquet at night. And uh, what a, uh, Greg Hatcher, anything he puts his hands on, he makes it extra special, and. Uh, this is just beyond my wildest imagination how, how how good they treat people. Well, Sully, I'm curious because, of course, you know, I'm I've been somebody who's uh, you know younger in, in my career here at broadcasting. Hopefully, I can continue on and and uh, hope maybe even get to the level that you're at, maybe even be a Hall of Famer. But I, I'm just curious when you first got into broadcast, especially when you got here into the state of Arkansas and and doing what you do. Would you was this about what you hoped that your pathway would have been in broadcasting? Did you have other plans as far as what you thought it would look like when you first got involved into broadcasting? No, that's really you know you you just kind of uh, grind and look for opportunities, and it's it just really a, you know I never thought at any time. You know, I'd be doing this or doing that, and uh, you'll get a call here to do something. You never know what that's going to come out to, or you know. And, and it's it's just it's really a hard <laughs> it's really a hard question to say where I thought I would be because you always think in your mind that you're going to do well. I mean, if you don't think you're going to do well, you're not going to do well. And I always thought I was going to be successful. And uh, and how do you judge success? And I've never been one who has judged it by money. And um, it's, uh, but I've done, I've been so fortunate. And you can just look at the weekend guys they had and how talented they are. When you, in, in sports offices, it's a we. We work so close together. When, you know, Inman, Acre, Chris Kane, Kyle Beckelbaum, Robert Burton, um, I don't know if I mentioned Scott Inman. I mean, we had, I had some great weekend guys, Dale Nicholson, and, um, and, you know, the, you know, people like Baz and, you know, connecting with all these former Razorbacks. Uh, I, I found out early, if you surround yourself with good people, it's going to help you, too. It's going to raise, raise the entire boat. And um, it's just, uh, I don't know. It, it, it's probably worked out better than I thought it would. Sully, um, going through the speeches tonight, how much time are you guys going to get? That's always uh, an interesting deal where, there sometimes there are some time limits and it's hard to think about everything you want to talk about in a certain amount of time. That's a great question because I think Forrest Wood is legendary, the fishing guy, the boat guy. He went thirty minutes. They said, <laughs> you know, one leg falls asleep. I think uh, uh, someone was telling me both their legs were asleep by the time he was done. But uh, <laughs> you're right. You get an eight-minute time limit, and you get a, you know, you get a, uh, like, a different colored light will come on when you're down to two minutes, and then you'll get Baz standing behind you when you get to, like, eight minutes and 30 seconds. So, you know, and, uh, and one thing I've tried to do is just kind of map out, because this is a nice to thank people that have helped you, and I have so many people that have been so good to me over the years that you don't want to leave anybody out, like you said. And... Um, and, uh, hey, I only get three minutes done every night, so I'm thinking eight minutes will feel like a very long time. 
Well, Steve, uh, I know that, again, since uh, we'll talk a little Arkansas with you, too, but, uh, again, I've just been interested since we're talking about your career. Was there a time that you look back upon that maybe uh, during your career where it, it changed everything or that you remember it being the time where it's like, man, this is this is what I love doing and, and I can't wait to continue this? Was there ever a moment in time that in your career you just felt like, hey, this is it, this is for me, and uh, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life? Well, you know, it was probably early on when I started doing play-by-play. I, my actually, my first play-by-play by play-by-play job was Fort Smith Christian, and the wide receiver on that team was Gus Malzahn, which is pretty wild to think about. You know, <laughs> just shows you how old I am. But those early play-by-play guys, play-by-play jobs, got me so hooked on sports broadcasting. And then, if you look at something in Little Rock that took it to a new level, was uh, Friday Night Flight. And I talk about we instead of me. Uh, we had a 300-pound photographer, Leno Chambly, who was like uh, out of the WWF in that helicopter. And he made it a special event. And I tried to add by, you know, wearing a jersey and making it game night. Uh, you know, and if you were really special, you got a nickname. You were the great Shabazz. You were Philip Fred Butterfield. Larry, great walls of fire. You were, uh, we had, we had Madre the Magnificent Hill. We uh, you had to produce every week, but you'd get a nickname, and uh, and we just tried to make it an event on Friday night. So think about that was before Twitter, that was before any social media. So it coincided the start of Friday night life with the Steel Shabazz. So people would tune in every Friday night to see what Shabazz is. And I think we we kind of changed the way people covered high school football in a good way with Friday night uh, flights. So you're going um, in? Oh. Sorry about that. Go ahead. Yeah, go on. Oh, you're fine. Go on. Well, you're going in with a great class, and uh, you look forward to seeing some of these people go in every year and excited for them. Who are you really excited about going in with you in, in this class this year? Well, Jimmy Walker to begin with. Uh, here's a guy who was an All-American at Arkansas, a great lineman, and for some reason he's been overlooked for so many years. And, uh, I'm glad he's still alive, you know, to be honored. And he's so happy, and I'm so happy for him. And someone like Shakina Strickland, who I covered in high school at Morrison, and she went on to have a great career at Tennessee and then played in the WNBA. You know, you kind of feel when people go to, you know, a school like Tennessee that they may not get the Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame because it's, you know, such a rivalry with, you know, Tennessee basketball. But she's in, and she's back coaching at Sylvan Hills, and I'm so happy for her. And then what are the odds of this? I got a neighbor who's getting in the Hall of Fame. My next-door neighbor is uh, – uh, wide receiver for the in the NFL, and he was really a good story out of um, Grady, Arkansas. And he came back to Arkansas like ten years ago and played for the Lions, the Colts, and I, I think that was it. But you know, and, and you know, you feel good for even Larry Walton, the tennis guy, who, who is so happy, and he devoted most of his adult life to furthering tennis in the state of Arkansas. They all they all have good stories, and. Um, and all are, you know, just so excited with the honor. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to, you know, I read all their stories in the Democrat Gazette, which does a great job profiling the um, the honorees. And now I'm looking here forward to hearing their speeches. Speak with Steve Sullivan of KATV. I almost forgot the lead guy, Jeff King. <laughs> Jeff King oh, was yeah. one of the greatest baseball backs ever. Maybe the greatest baseball back ever in and, and, and he's never been back to Arkansas since he played in Fayetteville. And um, and I, I want him to remember, or to be tomorrow, tonight, to realize how, how good Razorback fans are and how they remember him. You know, the first overall pick in the Major League Draft, that's only happened one time, and that's with Jeff King. And he's getting honored tonight. And uh, how, how neat is that for him? You know, he probably thought, you know, people, people in his college state forgot about him. Yeah, because he was the one that was drafted, uh, was it first overall or second overall? Like really high, right, in the MLB? Jeff first King? overall. The only first time. Overall. First overall pick. Yeah. Wow. And he, you yeah, know how much he made? Impressive. You know how much his bonus was? How much? $5,000. Like $148,000. Well, well, <laughs> well, that was good. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I was <laughs> yeah. thinking that it would have been a lot, a lot lower than that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what I guess yeah. it is. Being the first-round pick and getting that type of money is big, too. And, Sully, I know you got a lot going on, but I just got a couple more for you because 
uh, and it, this may sound a little cliche and cheesy, but I, I'm honestly asking because again, you're it's it's you were somebody who, and I still to this day, uh, you won't remember it or anything, but still to this day, I have a, on a home video recorded tape uh, when my oldest brother was playing for Conway football for just a split second. Uh, doing the Friday night li- uh, flights, that you you had a thing where he was on there while you were doing your broadcast, and it's like it just throws me all the way back. But I've always just been curious if like for people that are, I'm sure you get reached out to a lot. Say, hey, young aspiring broadcasters out there that are wanting to get into sports and wanting to do what you do, is there ever like pieces of advice or just something that you give out to those who are trying to get into this uh, into this job? Because it is a great job. It's a, we're, we're very fortunate to do it, but it takes a lot of hard work. Yeah. So. Is there something that you give to the people out there that are younger that want to do what you do, some sort of advice for them? I think it's got to be more than a job. It's got to be a passion, you know. And um, if you're counting your hours and, you know, and that, that, that and it's probably consumed too much of my life, you know. And uh, But that's, you know, I've been eating up with sports since I was like eight years old. And it, it, and it hasn't changed, you know, I'm 63. You know, that's just the way I am. But, you know, it, it, you've got to be passionate about it. I mean, it, you you're not going to get paid a lot in the front end. And be as versatile as you can. You know, be able to write, be able to broadcast. Uh, it's changing now. You know, and you've seen that with the podcast and everything. You know, you've got to you've got to find your niche. And I I always tried to do, you know, with the kids or, you know, with Sports Week with Baz and Bruce. Uh, try to think outside the box. And you know, and and and, and you know and. You can carve out a great career. You know, I, I have fun, and you guys could probably do. We have fun going to work. You know, my thoughts aren't, uh, you know, getting on behind the machine. I, uh, it's, you know, what do I want to cover today? What do I want to make most interesting? You do what you want to do. And uh, it's been that way for, you know, like 40 years. And um, it's, uh, and I never have a day where I dread going to work. And, um, you know, that's one thing my dad taught me when he, he, he had me work in a, he worked at a factory for 30 years and had me work with me in the summers. Had me work with him in the summers and he told me the one thing you, you know, get a job you like. And there are a few jobs out there where you can genuinely say, boy, I really love my job. And, and this is one. You know, I like going to work. I like the people and it changes now. I'm one of the old guys with the young people. When I came in, I was working with, you know, Dave Woodman, uh, Roy Mitchell. Carolyn Long and Tom Bonner, and they were the legends in the market. And that was the Ron Burgundy days, and they were like big personalities. And now I'm on the other end, and um, and I and I really enjoy seeing the young people in the business and the ones, especially with that drive. Well, Steve, uh, real quick before we let you get out of here, I just I do got to ask you about some uh, some Arkansas sports, Razorback sports this weekend, Tennessee and Arkansas baseball. You got the spring game. Uh, just uh, what do you think about the matchup between Dave Van Horn and Tony Vitello, and also something maybe you're looking forward to seeing in the spring game? Yeah, well, first with Arkansas Tennessee, I've never felt like any series in the SEC was a must win at this point of the year, but I think this is a must win for the fans. You know, maybe. Maybe they have buried the axe with the coaches, but we got an angst for Tennessee, the way they play the game, you know, and the orange, just who they are. And I think anything less than two out of three is going to be just seriously disappointing to our fan base because that, that stadium's going to be electric, and it's going to be a, such a fun atmosphere. And I think it's just great when you have this added juice to the rivalry because Dave Van Horn doesn't get into it with anybody, but he got, he got into it. You know, family fight a little more than, than other people. I think Vitello was part of the family, and he violated the family code, so they got into it. And, and forever now, that's going to be Vitello and Van Horn, regardless of what Coach Van Horn says. And, uh, and we just want to beat Tennessee. And, you know, I'd love to see a beatdown in one of the games, maybe game three. But uh, this is a big, big series, and I think it's more than just the SEC West and East. It's, it's Arkansas and Tennessee in baseball. Well, Sully, we, as always, appreciate you joining us. Enjoy tonight, man. You're so deserving of being part of the Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame now, so enjoy the events. Enjoy everything that comes along with it, man. You deserve it. We look forward to catching up with you next Friday. Well, I, I appreciate you guys, and I appreciate you drifting my time today so I could join you. But uh, you guys have a great weekend. <laughs> You too. Enjoy it, Sully. <laughs> you too, Sully. Yeah, yeah. We wouldn't have done it if you were a Hall of Famer, if we weren't a Hall of Famer, but since you are, now we'll, we'll, we'll let it happen. We'll let it slide this time. No, but we love Steve Sullivan joining us on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Brattle Fine Jewelry head, uh, hotline each and every Friday. We're up against it. 
going to take a commercial break. When we come back, we'll get to the final segment of the hour, some headlines, maybe some phone calls and messages, and keep it moving on Easy Friday Show here on Out of Bounds. Stay with us. This Sunday, April 16th, it's Barkus on Main. The fun starts at noon, and so does the crawfish boil. Take a trip to New Orleans this Sunday with Downtown Little Rock's annual Mardi Gras-themed pet parade. There's live music in the street with the Funky Donkey Band and J.J. Wilson, the DJ. And it's a party for the pups, too, with pet agility courses and live dock diving. It's Barkus on Main this Sunday with crawfish starting around noon, and the party goes all Sunday long with all your fave Sunday fun day drink specials going to be going strong. Many Arkansans are left without a vehicle to trade, which means no sales tax credit to take advantage of. Because of this, Guatney Chevrolet will be paying the sales tax on all vehicles sold this month, whether new or pre-owned. And if you lost your vehicle in Pulaski, Cross, or Lone Oak County, Guatney will apply an extra $1,000 rebate to your new Chevy. We're here to help. 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. Take the Gregory Street exit. Call 501-982-2102. GuatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. Shh. <laughs> Hear that? That's what fun sounds like. Want to know what fun looks like? Then check out Cupid's Lingerie with eight Arkansas locations, including three in Little Rock. Cupid's is a boutique specializing in all things pleasure and play. From lingerie to, well, everything you can imagine and more. Visit shopcupids.com today and treat someone special to something special from Cupid's. Enjoy. <laughs> Wait, aren't these all charitable donations? At Magda's Tax Prep, every person counts. not have to file for an extension. She needs new auditors to maximize returns on her family time. Hey, can someone help with these 1099? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. O'Reilly Auto Parts provides more than just the right parts for your repair. Our professional parts people can also offer free check engine light diagnosis. We can scan your vehicle and provide a list of possible fixes. Find the right parts for you or recommend a great local repair shop. Don't ignore your check engine light. Stop by your local O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At a great deal on Select Kubota Equipment, the number one rated tractor brand for durability and owner experience in the U.S. The versatile lineup features performance match attachments to help you make the most of your land. Right now at participating dealers, get a Kubota compact tractor for zero down, 0% APR for 84 months. Now through June 30th. See them or go to KubotaUSA.com slash offers for full disclaimer. Visit your leading Kubota dealers today. River Valley Tractor, five great locations around central Arkansas to better serve you. River Valley Tractor. Or Hyundai of Russellville is here to help you adventure more. And that starts with giving you amazing deals like 500 cash back and 0% APR for 48 months on select new Hyundai Santa Fe models. And don't forget our lifetime powertrain warranty or Hyundai's owner assurance and America's best 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Whether you're exploring the natural state or road tripping across the country, we've got something for you. Shop Or Hyundai of Russellville and OrHyundai.net. For details. Another great week of morning mayhem is in the books. The guys will be back on Monday. A big weekend to recap. Arkansas softball taking on UAB. Obviously, Arkansas baseball taking on Tennessee in a hotly contested series. We'll have more thoughts on that coming on Monday, 6 to 10 a.m. right here on 103.7 The Buzz. Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hogs Meat Market, where they have sliced boar's head deli meats and cheeses. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. I must dig my dick in the mashed potatoes. Go Hogs! On 1037 The Buzz. Easy Friday show here on Out of Bounds. It's going to be a short segment. I call it a zone segment, if you will, as we're up against the top of the hour. But wanted to remind everybody about Rockin' Relief, the great event that we have 
next Wednesday, April 19th at Sticky's in Little Rock. And it's going to be an awesome event with uh, the concerts course going on with uh, Tornado Relief. As uh, we're going to try to raise some money for Arkansas Hunger Relief Alliance. And it's going to be from 6 to 10 p.m. We're going to have Justin Moore, of course, uh, co-host of Morning Mayhem. He's going to be the headliner event as well as some other local performers there, too. And tickets are live. So if you want to go to this great event and be able to donate to an amazing cause, just go to 1037thebuzz.com or you can go to stickies.com on the events page, uh, S-T-I-C-K-Y-Z. Dot com. You can purchase tickets that way. Uh, $20 donate, minimum donation will be collected at the door, but just know that uh, we're going to be going out there with about 300 tickets, and once they're gone, we'll, we'll see uh, how it all plays out. We're playing it by ear, just, but we're going to try to get as many people as we can in there, so don't hesitate. Get up on it. Again, go to 1037thebuzz.com and get uh, be a part of it, and it's right there at the River Market Avenue in Little Rock. And again, it's going to be awesome. I can't wait. It's going to be a great donation. They're a great cause, and with so many donations that we've already gotten at this point in time for trying to help all those who are in need and suffering from all the damages from the tornadoes that hit the state of Arkansas just a few weeks ago. It's it's pretty incredible, Joe, and not incredible in a good way, but just incredible altogether. That uh, you know, it seems like it was such a short time ago, but uh, it's been just a few weeks now, and. Still people who are needing help and still people who are needing the uh, the donations and relief to be able to rebuild their homes and their livelihood, especially after uh, those tornadoes hit just, I mean, again, I can't keep up, was it just two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago, something like that? It seems like it was so, so, such a short time ago, but it's been a while. Yeah, yeah, two weeks ago, um, but also... Just remember the fact that it is going to take a while to rebuild. Like, if we see the amount of trees and debris that's still needing to be picked up, and that's the start of it, and then now you're talking about rebuilding homes and uh, replacing vehicles. Guatney, they're doing their part to mm-hmm. help people out with that. So there's a lot to be done. It's going to take time. That's right. And time is uh, something that uh, a lot of people can't afford, but... Uh, with these relief and donations, it's going to make it a lot better for everybody involved. Uh, before we take a top of the hour updates, we just got about a minute left. Let's go ahead and squeeze 49er John in. What's up, 49er John? What's up? How y'all doing? Doing good. Hey, uh, those two guys, well, Steve Sullivan and Jimmy Walker, first of all, I, I know both of these guys. Great men. Jimmy Walker, I know his whole family. Great man. Should have been in the Hall of Fame family, beautiful. He was a great football player. Great man, too. As well as the reason I am who I am. Or being this crazy fan that loves sports. I'm 43 years old. I can say I listen to this guy as a kid. He's authentic. He's real. You know, he's, it's not just for camera. He'll talk to you. He's very, just down-earth guy. Never heard anything bad about Steve Sullivan. Probably the most important person in this state to me for his sports figures. I mean, this guy is, I just look up to see something. He can do no wrong in my eyes. And to me, he hadn't done anything wrong unless I hadn't heard anything. Great, great call, 49er, John. We're up against it. We got more out of bounds. And Eric Kane talking about Arkansas, Tennessee baseball coming up next. Stay with us. With a schedule like mine, I don't always have time to run into a store for things I need. Greenway makes it easy to order equipment, parts, John Deere apparel, and even toys for my kids. And I have 24-7 access to Greenway's dealership right at my fingertips. That's why I shop online at GoGreenway.com. 